Hey, listener, what's up? Thank you for pressing play. This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we geek out over news about the Captain Marvel movie, the Star Wars movies slowing down and rethinking their plan, the Creed 2 trailer, Linda Hamilton on set for the next Terminator movie, and another Ninja Turtles reboot. Somebody touch my spaghetti! Plus, AMC's new subscription service may be better than MoviePass, and I have a huge geek boner over all the footage of the PS4 Spider-Man game from E3. Jockin' Nerd. All that and more in this edition of the Jockin' Nerd Weekly for Thursday, June 21st, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Oh, hello there. What's up, listener? How's it going? Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Giving you your weekly geek fix of comic book and superhero, TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jockin' Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock! He's the nerd. And he is the rug boy. What's up, Mr. Puppet Kingdom? That always gets the show started on the right. I didn't have anything in the chamber. Right, positive energy. Yeah, I just went. I went to the the easy easy play right there. Mike Rips has has created an audio clip that is just pure joy, and it'll last forever. If you are a new listener, thanks for checking us out. Make sure you visit our website to check out the show notes for this episode. Jogginer.com slash 226. We'll have links to everything we talk about in this episode. And Anthony, do me a favor. For the new listener, does it say a new listener? I, I want you to give them something. Oh, go on to uh, stitcher.com slash premium. Type in nerd and you're getting a free month of uh, Stitcher Premium. Some awesome content. Oh, shit. Wow. That's amazing, Anthony. My I gift didn't know to the you new could... listener. And the old What a generous job. I didn't know jocks were that generous. I'm surprised. I'm getting, I'm getting paid to do this. So. Oh, that's right. Anyways, <laughs> oh, that code is good through September 2018. In case you're listening in the future, you may be shit out of luck or it may be just enough time to grab this. Uh, all right, gang, let's get to the news. Got a lot of fun things to talk about. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. Despite like this is kind of like the slow summer news time because uh, San Diego Comic-Con is uh, under a month away. So, so things are gonna start to break soon. Actually, things yeah. will start to break soon uh, the before, before then. the storm. Yeah, and then we always do our our annual San Diego Comic Con roundup. I'm super excited. I love doing those shows, and uh, there's always you get great numbers. Those juicy shows. shit to yeah. talk about. Yeah. Oh my god. So <laughs> in the meat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but San Diego Comic Con definitely deserves the the mic rips. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna break that button. Today. We probably will. We may use it out. You may get tired of it. But let's talk about the MCU. And uh, not the movie that's coming out in a couple of weeks, Ant-Man and the Wasp, but the movie that's coming out after that next year, Captain Marvel, starring Brie Larson. They have signed their composer, uh, and they Marvel is continu- continues to make kind of huge break- breakthroughs in, in the movie industry. Captain Marvel not only has a female lead, not only is there a female co-writer-director, 
Captain Marvel will now be scored by the female composer, Pinar Toprak, marking a major breakthrough. She is the first female composer to score a major comic book Wow, movie. that just sounds weird. Right? Like, uh, this I didn't a- realize that this is the first. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. I mean, it's-, it's weird. They have directors. I mean, female directors all the time, but... Uh- not composers. She is. Uh, she's worked on Sci-Fi's Krypton show, which okay. is the show about Superman's grandpappy. And she wrote <laughs> a little bit of music for Justice League. So she started over there and jumped to the MCU. Probably way better on this side. Uh, Anthony, do you think this is uh, this gives Wonder Woman uh, kind of a run for its money? Like they had female lead, female director. Great. Oh, we're adding one more because we're Marvel. I mean, Wonder Woman's always going to be the thought of as the first just because of how the cultural impact but but uh and this is good this is good too it, it's, a, it's a, i don't think this is a competition i mean it is but i don't, I don't think it needs to be <laughs> it needs to be one versus the other i think as long as captain marvel's good this is this as is long good as everyone. the music's good and the directing is good everything's good yeah it doesn't matter really who's recording it, for me it does i mean it should it shouldn't matter but it, it doesn't, it best. doesn't. Because right. look, look at Black Panther. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. Ludwig Gorenson with, uh, you know, and he went to Africa and had amazing drums that and incorporated like that culture. Name. No, he was a, he's like a white dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> but then look at uh, Thor Ragnarok and you have kind of a Flash Gordon, Stranger Things synth soundtrack. And then you get Alan Silvestri returning for Avengers Infinity War with the classic uh, score. And now you have Pinar Toprak. Uh, and I can't wait to see what her to, style and hopefully, is. Hopefully, uh, she she makes an impression because a lot. I mean, before Thor Ragnarok, a lot of these movies had very generic scores. So yes, we went. There was videos about why is all the music so boring and Marvel. Right, Doctor Strange too. I think stands out now with that had a unique Michael Giacchino had a unique soundtrack. So their soundtracks, much like their villains, they're getting better. The scores are getting better. That's what you would hope. You you make these movies and and you keep making one good ones and they get better. So this is how you, you learn. Improve Learning things. is good. What you guys did you see that thing Brie Larson just said offhandedly? Like in a, it was like an EW and she's like, "I love Captain Marvel. She can move planets." Oh like, shit! And that one quote was just like taken out of context all over the internet as the internet does. I'm sure that some guy sat her down and was trying to explain how powerful she was and said, "Yeah, she's so powerful she can move planets," and that's just what. She now spitting back out. Yeah. I mean, are you? Is anyone afraid that they're gonna make like it's gonna be like a Superman problem? Like it's she's so overpowered, it becomes boring. Um, because we just saw Thanos. So like, what? How big of a threat is Thanos? If she Thanos threw the moon at Tony you Stark, something that she can deal, move planets. You know what the deal is? It's like none of these things in the Marvel movies seem to be overpowered. Right. Yeah. yeah. They always seem to be like a limit. Like Hulk has a limit. Yeah. Like, you know, like everybody has a limit. They're so. smart to do that that way. Yeah. yeah, I think it's they've Fahey has been quoted as saying she is going to be the strongest Avenger, but I, yeah, I, I agree with Rugs. I don't think they have, they they haven't ever made it so that someone you feel like someone can't be beat on screen. I mean, in the comics universe, she is one of the most powerful beings in the whole Marvel universe. Uh, so I can't wait. I think that'll be great. Well, of course, we got Ant Man and the Wasp before uh, as a little palate cleanser, a little fun heist movie. Speaking of Marvel and Disney, a little update on the world's most expensive and slowest eBay auction ever for all of Fox properties. You know, we last week we told you Comcast made an aggressive $65 billion bid, and Disney apparently must have been like, 
Oh, that's cute, guys. That's cute, Comcast. Here you go. 71.3 billion, fuckers. Oh, shit. And like, what a weird number. They could have just went 70. We're good now. Let's put this 1.3 in there just to show off. They probably like crunched the numbers and found like, this is the number they can't top. So this is what right. Well, their Comcast's bid was all cash. This is a combination of cash and stock. And a couple of things about this: it, the articles that are saying they accepted the offer. The word "accepted" in quotes is a little bit misleading. Basically, they're like, "Okay, that's the the current bid." Shareholders of Fox still need to bid on this for it to be final. So in the meantime, Comcast or anyone can still put in a higher bid if I'm, they really I'm, want. I'm, I'm tallying up my, all my pennies right now. Let's get a GoFundMe. Do you think they did this just to fuck with Disney and force them to spend another $20 billion? It could be. It's a good business deal. I mean, that's that could be the thing. I think, I think Comcast legitimately does want some of these properties, though. I think they're looking to, to up their digital. Yeah. And this is a great way to do that. Well, I mean, if other networks and content providers are paying attention, if they don't get it, you, you know Comcast, there's a buyer out there with billions of dollars. I, I mean, I'm something. rooting for it. Selfishly to go to Disney, obviously yes. Um, although competition is good, I I just want all my Marvel characters in one spot. That's all. That would be nice having a Fantastic Four and the X Men. Make more sense. But but it if it went to Comcast, it wouldn't be the worst thing because competition. It's all all things owned by Disney isn't good either. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. There's going to be less places for creators to go to, less choices for consumers. Everything's coming from one place. And still, I continue to really feel bad about the people I don't think a lot of people are thinking about is everybody working at Fox. Like, imagine having a job and you don't know if your your job's still going to be there in the next month or the next six months. Like, Start looking. Uh, you better fucking fill out that again. I'm going to get back on that LinkedIn like TJ Miller and Deadpool 2. You got to get, oh, get that shit working because they may still you may still be employed. They may cut your whole department. That's got to be a horrible feeling uh, to be in that position. So... Hopefully, something will come of this soon. It might get swallowed up by Disney. Right, but there's going to be a lot of redundant departments that they clearly, they're not going to need two of these departments. Right. And either consolidate them or you cut. Jobs will be lost. Jobs will be lost. People are going to have major career changes. Uh, Moving on to Disney's other uh, property. Like Disney, again, they are trying to balance the MCU and the Star Wars universe that they bought from Lucasfilm. And part of me feels like, this is such a unique situation for them that they're not even sure how to balance these things. And the reason I say that is new reports have come out collider from an exclusive report, uh, basically saying insiders at Lucasfilm saying Disney is scrapping the star Wars story standalone movies. Oh shit. Uh, here's the, the, the breakdown. They put holds on plans for more anthology movies. They want to focus on episode nine and the next trilogy coming out. So for fans of the Obi-Wan movie or the Boba Fett movie, uh, I'm sorry. You are shit out of luck for the moment. Uh, more details came out that were very interesting. Lucasfilm wanted to move Solo, uh, which had such a horrible box office performance. They wanted to move it to December because of all the issues. But Disney's like, no, fuck you. We will give you all the money you need to make this May date. But you're coming out in May, and we are not giving you any Why marketing. Why do they have to stick to May? I don't because understand. I think they, oh, because Disney already had several other animated live action things planned for December. They were also like, uh, we're not going to help you with the marketing because we're focusing on Avengers. Like, they didn't know how to handle marketing for both of these huge movies. The biggest, most telling thing of that there's major changes in Lucasfilm, Disney is done experimenting with new or unusual filmmakers 
and will go back to proven veteran talent who they know can handle big budget Star Wars production in an effort to prevent future production chaos, dramas, and firings. Ah, uh, so you know, if you thought, Aha! yeah, I mean, there was a imagine there was a time where you could have made one or two movies, and then boom, you got a Star Wars movie. Oh shit! You just had to make one or two movies, and you were it. Not you anymore. just made one movie. You might say, in some cases, what, you didn't even make one whole movie. You were in the middle of making a movie, and you got a Star Wars movie. Uh, I think, does this sound a little bit like another company we know, uh, being Warner Brothers, DC? <laughs> yeah. Or are they making the moves that Warner Brothers should be making? Which way does this go? Two ways. <laughs> it goes both ways. As the non-Star Wars fan, I'll speak first. Um, two ways. I, I mean, I you could either put this on Disney is is really uh tightening things up and put their foot down. Well then they're and they're like let's just focus on making one good movie. Correct. Episode 9. So that that could be a positive, but then there also could be the the negative of kind of just not being experimental anymore and and really, you know, the unproven directors and all that stuff, veteran talent. That could be a little dis- disarming if you if you're now like okay, we're not going to experiment at all. We're gonna have we're, safe we're, Star Wars. We're gonna movies. be very, very safe now. Like that. That's not good either. So, I don't know. It, but then it, I see in the, the notes that they denied this. Well, according to ABC News, which is owned by Disney, Lucasfilm said that the report about the spinoffs is inaccurate, and there are still other Star Wars films that they're working on. Uh, in, aside from Ryan Johnson's new trilogy and the the Game of Thrones guys trilogy, Lighter they just haven't than originally po- reported this is a pretty credible site. I so. think this is just damage control on Disney's part through ABC. Collider is very; those guys go on set visits. They always break news, uh, and it's usually uh, accurate. But I, it kind of makes sense, right, Rugs? Like they're freaking out. Do you think this is something Warner Brothers should it's, do? There's a lot to unpack in this whole thing because yeah. you got people. On Twitter, saying it's all about toxic fandom and yeah. it's these fanboys, these angry male fanboys that they are, chase that poor girl off Twitter, and that they that they're the reason that nothing is working. But uh, you take Anthony, who doesn't give a fuck, and he right. doesn't like this, that movie either. Yeah, yeah, he, he's not even a fan. He doesn't so have any he has no skin in the game. So it's, yeah, it's not working for either audience. Yeah, so somewhere there is a disconnect. I think that is, um, it's partly to do with people who are working on these movies who are. Do not understand these movies, and right. they're doing them. Right? Or there's people who understand the movies perfectly, and they're doing these fan servicey things, and like J.J. Abrams, because you know J.J. Abrams is a big Star Wars fan. You know? Right? Yeah. He, so he he made the better of the the Force Awakens, the better of the Correct. movies. So, but these other guys that they hired, they have a lot of problems with, and Kathleen Kennedy doesn't know what she wants, and she's just not aware of what's going on in, in these movies until it's too late. They have to reshoot everything, so there's a lot of problems that is not you can't just pin on. No, that's toxic true. fandom. No, you there's, can't. There's you know there's no. It doesn't seem like they have a plan for a trilogy or have this trilogy outlined. Uh, say what you will about Lucas and the prequels, he gave us the original trilogies, and if anyone had a plan for these nine movies, it was George Lucas. George Lucas always had a plan, and you know, Bellotti echoes this statement a lot. The prequels were, they were as shitty as they were. At least he was like kind of introducing new concepts. It was, it was his idea. This is his story. Did you guys know what his story idea was for the final trilogy? It was, um, Osmosis Jones. Ah, uh, what? Isn't that a video game? No. <laughs> 
Wasn't okay. it, isn't that when you when the guy goes into the cellular system of the body? Oh, you're close. You yeah. you are a close uh, like micro- inner space with uh, correct Martin short. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a great movie. Here's what you get from uh, an interview. Uh, it was in a book, I guess. They were talking to him, and he gives the most details he's ever given about what his idea was. He, Lucas says, the next three Star Wars films, we're going to get into the microbiotic world. There's this world of creatures that operate differently than we do. I call them the wills, and the wills are the ones who actually control the universe. They feed on the force. He says if he had held on to the company, he could have done it, and then it would have been done. Of course, a lot of fans would have hated it, he said, just like they did Phantom Menace and everything. But at least the whole story from beginning to end would be told. Well, it's his story. Yes, it is his story. and So I, it's fine. If, even if it's shitty, it's his story. You know, they, they had midichlorians in the prequels explaining the Force, and now these things are beings that explain the universe, and it's kind of his scientific reason for, like, fate and destiny is kind of what he was doing uh, with the with the wills, right? But underneath all that, all that weirdness, some of those themes are very similar to what we see in The Last Jedi, his idea was always about the ideas of fate and destiny and can you make your own path despite the past, despite your lineage, despite who you're related to. Uh, and uh, they did that in The Last Jedi uh, by criticizing the Jedi Order instead of him giving fate a face, which is like what the Wills would do. So some part of this was always going to happen in the next trilogy, even though if yeah, you Yeah, but hate- that's a theme of Star Wars, period. It is. It is. Finding your path beyond your past. Finding your... But deciding your fate. Yeah. Right? Deciding what your fate is. That is. There is no fate but what we make. No, that's That's, That's Terminator 2. Well, it applies here, too. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Dude, Star Wars fans are nuts. Have you guys seen this website, RemakeTheLastJedi.com? Oh, it's a thing. Holy shit. No. I have not. Oh, my God. They're raising money. If this website is correct, look, I'm just going to read the first paragraph. It says, this is a campaign to provide Disney an opportunity to course correct with the Star Wars franchise. Oh, my God. The fans are completely divided, and the core goal of Star Wars has been abandoned. The goal is not to make one half of fandom happy over the other. It's to make a film that the fandom in general as a whole enjoys. They're raising money to pay for this movie. This says total pledge. This can't be right. It says 48 million fucking dollars. Oh, shit. No, that's not Pledge. Right. Click that link. Go to remakethelastjedi.com. No, I, I, I believe you that that's, a, that's not right. And, but, and if it is, there is a lot of fucking morons out there. Put, give your money to something else. Yeah. I this is yeah, not being yeah, remade. Yeah, yeah. You're an idiot. I would love for this to happen. Well, <laughs> you're gonna you're telling me you were gonna get somebody to remake a Star Wars movie that was just made a fucking year yeah, ago. I just would who, love okay, for who, it to happen. Watch who is fuck? holding the forty eight million right now? And that guy uh, whoever, I don't know, but whoever has that money is a fucking genius. I don't think gotten, it's I think it's pledged money, like digital like it's not actually pulled. I will do it, right. Yeah, this is like, like a, it, yeah. it's not on the level of getting Trump elected. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. But like, I want to see what, what the what fuck the happens. Fu- There's a whole video where they explain what they do. The pro- they say the producers behind this have pledged oh to God. cover the budget. So the producers are going to play, but you can pedge them out to have your voice heard. What the fuck? Can we, would you just carry on with your lives? <laughs> People, yeah. you don't need to remake this movie. Find something else to uh, spend your money. You know what? Give it to us at Patreon. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, throw it this way. Yeah, throw it this way. We'll get we'll get to that soon. We'll tell you how you can spend that money in better places. Uh, Rugs, though, I want to take a quick second. Uh, Rugs, how have you been enjoying your time on the Facebook? Oh, yeah, I'm on Facebook. Finally on the Facebook after um, saying for two years we needed to get you on the Facebook. Yeah, I, well, I'm on there. <laughs> uh, I'm there. interacting. I'm interacting with people. I posted a, a call out to Mike Rips to record a new yeah. song. Yeah. 
Greg, I'll be excited. And he said he's he's do it. So he's let's down. make that happen. I don't know how. What do we got to do? Send him a forty. What well, I don't know. What I do don't know. Do? Yeah. Can I uh, can I postmate some weed over? Is that a thing? Yeah. Do something. <laughs> uh, look, if you want, if you're on Facebook and you want to hang out, interact with Rugboy and our listeners. Join our awesome Facebook group called the Jock and Nerd Nation. It is an exclusive closed group for our listeners, and we get new listeners every week. I like to welcome them on the show. This week, welcome Chris Lorenas, Leandre MK Jr., Miguel Martinez, Neil Walker, Himanshu Pancha, and a couple of people that I'm not sure are real. Here's the next three names. <laughs> I'm, and you will not hear the recording stutter either, listener. This is what I'm saying. The next three names are Kasim Kasim, Priya Priya, Bipana Bipana. Oh, shit. nerd. And I'm pretty sure one of them is not a real person because it, in the photo of their profile, it says uh, Facebook actress so-and-so, like right next to her. Like they just grabbed this actress's photo. But whatever. If you're a bot, you're AI. We uh, love our new robotic AI overlords. Isn't there a you're welcome. group? Like, how, don't they have to like send you a message? No, I let them in. I accepted because oh. I'm an idiot. That you accept it, and if they ever post anything stupid, I you just ban them. Yeah. So enjoying. Uh, welcome. That's how welcome. easy it is to join, folks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, if you want, this all... is not like velvet rope. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the links to all the ways this to contact us, this is basically us, a turnstile. Just go to jockinner.com/slash/contact. We'll let you in, and we'll fucking kick you out just as quickly. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry like about you, it. You can send Imran any name, and he'll accept it. It could be Hugh Jasshole. It could be <laughs> yes, hey, would you blow me? Amanda, <laughs> Amanda Hug and Kiss. Amanda, yeah, Amanda Eileen Dover. <laughs> From what I can tell with these new people joining the group, we're huge in India. So oh, I'm, I'm good with that. Talking India, nerd. represent. Where my where my brownies at? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, moving on to Anthony. I'm going to let you start this one. We have... A trailer for Creed 2. Oh, shit. Which yeah. made, which made yeah. like, <laughs> it made me immediately Sorry. remember that I still haven't seen the first movie. I know. Ah, I'm dick. an asshole. I was going to say, that was You're my dick. first question. Have so, you haven't seen it? The Creed is Coogler's best movie. Ryan Coogler, Michael B. Jordan. It's better than Black Panther. Better. Damn. Well, we, we've. Uh, we, we, Whoa. Whoa, what, what was that? What was that? that was, was the that beginning. A, was that the beginning of the end? That was a drop. That was the beginning of the end of the universe. Yes. I was going to yep. say, was that like the next? Was that the meteorite that killed the dinosaurs? Yes, and, and the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse yeah. were right behind Holy the meteorite. Fuck, that I think scary. he was trying to watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, he was. was a little bit of the trailer, but look. What what we should do is when this movie comes out, we'll just review both movies at once. We, you know, we talked about Fruitvale Station, his first movie. Of course, we reviewed Black Panther, his second movie. We never reviewed his middle movie. Anyways, Anthony. Yes. Uh, what'd you think about this trailer? Trailer's good. Um, I have my doubts on this movie. I have to really? look Really? Oh, I do. Because oh, Ryan Coogler's not doing it. Correct. Um, and although, like, I love Rocky IV, it is probably one of the worst Rocky movies in terms of really getting away from the Rocky series and getting into the, the straight camp. Right. Um, so to, to to bring back Drago, I think this is his son that's going to be in it. That was, is, a, oh, that was a great reveal, though. It's exciting, <laughs> I was like, but it's shit. also, this this needs to be handled very, very carefully because well, Creed was really good. Yeah. So you don't well, want to go too cartoony in right. this next one. Well, the things that happen in, even though the movie uh, Rocky Four is very cartoony and crazy, the things that happen are fucking really. The guy's dad dies. That's true. And yeah. that's and like a lot of crazy shit happens. Well, he need, he's got to so. avenge uh, Apollo. Yeah, 
And I mean, that movie still had I- iconic scenes, Rocky Four. Just the training so that, montage and everything. It was it great. It still has weight. It still has yeah. some kind of weight to it, even though it is a fucking crazy cartoon. Uh, the the talent. If, I, yeah, I was gonna say if the movie is about avenging, like from what it seems like, it's gonna be more than just avenging his dad, which is yeah. what um, the first one kind of was. Is that it was more than just being living up to his name. There's more to this, and if they can handle that and and weave the the Drago son character in this uh, skillfully, then they've got another hit. On. I, I like the trailer. The trailer was good. Dude, the mu- I love that song. I got, I got, I got loyalty. Who's that? That's fucking that's Kendrick good. Lamar. Oh, yeah. that's Kendrick. You didn't know that? Come on, man. Uh, no, Come he's on. got loyalty inside his DNA. It's fucking that's one of his big songs. Dope. Yeah. Uh, the way it's edited to that is really awesome. When he's on the speed bag and throughout the whole thing, uh, I really enjoyed this trailer. You gotta watch par- I, part one. I'm gonna watch part one. We're gonna watch part two. We will review both movies at once once because, this thing comes uh, out in the I mean, end of this year. Now I'm not going to spoil it for you. No, don't spoil it. Is the the cast is awesome? I wanted to mention this one's directed by Stephen Cappell Jr. Yeah, that, that's a little uh, little. Uh, I don't know anything about Stephen Cappell mm-hmm. Jr., but I was a little uh, sad to see Ryan Coogler. Maybe just this. carry on the same style Coogler has, and kind of once he set the look. The writing credits on this are also very awesome. Chio Hodari Coker, who's showrunner for Luke Cage, Ryan Coogler helped write this, and Stallone. I'll write the characters in the screenplay. Pretty dope. Tessa Thompson, again, blown up. I mean, even Michael B. Jordan. They both got their uh, multiple movies coming out this year and really big movies. Tessa Thompson, just uh, Westworld is wrapping up. She's great in that. Thor Ragnarok. Uh, wow. So let's just slow. Michael B. Jordan. Dolph Lundgren. We will see. Old ass. Well, he looks pretty good. I've seen him on Arrow. Uh, Ivan Drago. And Victor Drago played by Florian Muntinu. Felicia Rashad as the mom. I I'm gonna I have to watch the first one and watch this one. It looks it looks sick. I, I just one more thing on this. It it's also a little gimmicky that both of their sons are amazing boxers as well. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. We'll see how it goes. I, I I like the trailer a lot, and the the first one is is really good. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Have I, I said that already? No. Yes. I'm a dick. Somebody <laughs> in this one, <laughs> somebody beat the shit out of him in the beginning. I'm wondering what happened there. I thought that yeah, was kind of interesting. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And I like how he has a baby now, just like Rocky had a baby and when the movies went on. like There's a lot of cool parallels. I just hope it's not like all about Stallone too much. And well, just watch Creed and shut up. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Rocky Ford, like Rugboy mentioned, although gimmicky, um, that whole the stuff with Apollo is is very relevant to how a lot of boxers are, where they they're looking for that that one last chance at glory yeah. when they probably should have when it's too retired. Late. Yeah, and it pushing already, themselves, and they go up against the young buck, and it and it's a fucking slaughter this, this time of death. So yeah, mm. cool. I wonder if someone dies in this one. Probably not. We will. I will watch the Creed. Uh, maybe, maybe Stallone will die. Oh yeah, uh, he's getting up there. They tried to make you think he was going to do that. In uh, and then finally, before we take a break, moving on to more people uh, that have gotten older but are still badass in the characters they're playing. First set photos of Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor from Terminator 6. Oh, shit. Right. What the fuck? 27 years. Look, this is 27 is years something? since Terminator 2. We are looking at this woman in uh, some kind of armor. And I got to tell you, she looks kind of badass. She yeah. looks badass. She didn't look so great like the last time I saw her in in anything, and I was like, "Oh, she she doesn't look like she could ever be Sarah Connor again." But dude, man, this fool, looks, yeah, I'm fooled. Yes, this is the, uh, this is the Sarah Connor I want to find out about. Uh, again, this is the movie 
directed by Tim Miller. That's going to be a direct sequel to Terminator 2, ignoring Terminator 3, Salvation, and Genesis. Good. Wisely, uh, because Genesis even like started a new timeline, and they're just like, fuck all that. But the thing is, what I don't understand is at the end of Terminator 2, she thought it was over. Why is she still preparing? I guess we'll find out in the movie, right? James Cameron is producing. Anthony, what do you think of, uh, it's, it's two shots, but what is she, how does she look to you? I don't care how she looks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's more. I honestly didn't know that they were making a Terminator Six. Oh, it's happening! Coming out next year. Uh, Terminator. After, but before, prior to Genesis, I was one of the biggest Terminator fans ever. Yeah, I love Terminator One, Terminator Two. Uh, Salvation really cooled me on the whole the whole franchise, and then Genesis is just not good. Um, fun, but not good. I didn't know they were making this. I am kind of wary about this well the weary part I know is that yeah. tim miller's in, did very well with deadpool yeah. uh, cameron producing that's yeah. good but no one's asking for this no one's asking for another terminator film correct uh <laughs> if if it is another time travel like if they well, keep it's doing gonna that be time schnick, travel you know it's gotta be time travel. But that, that's that's the wrong like you gotta do something different if you're gonna make another terminator film and do the uh, the, the time travel stop the world from ending thing like that's that's the, that's that's we've seen that already six times five times so i think what they got to do here and i think this is what they're trying to do is maybe retire the older characters hand the baton off to a new group of characters isn't that what they tried to do in the last one yes and it did not work but james cameron was not producing is arnie gonna be in this yes yes arnold's in this uh, Linda Hamilton's in this. Uh, th- so this movie also features Mackenzie Davis as a soldier slash assassin type, and Nat- Natalia Reyes, a newcomer, as a character named D- Danny Ramos, a young Mexican woman who finds herself being hunted by a new type of Terminator, who is going to be played by Gabriel Luna, who played Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield. Geek Mooner. So here, whether here is your thing, whether the, you know Arnold and the T eight hundred and Linda are going to help. Uh, Danny Ramos fight Gabriel Luna's Terminator and then she becomes the savior uh, and the next thing and I just fucking remembered that they made John Connor a Terminator in Genesis and then gave it away in the commercial oh shit you pieces of shit why would you do do that that? yeah so I'm look I I love Terminator I'm still waiting for a third great Terminator movie maybe this could bring some of that back I don't know like unless James Cameron is doing everything that, well, I mean, I like I'm, I I'm like dubious. that he's producing at least. The the miracle of this is like the reason why this caught my attention is because Sarah Connor. Yes, I thought she was done. I thought yep, there was yep. no way Linda Hamilton could ever fucking get back into this role, and right? it that just floored me when I saw that photo. I was like, holy shit, she's back, dude. I I mean, I think it's great. Like, look at uh, Michelle Pfeiffer playing uh, Janet Van Dyne, like similar age, similar kind of older superhero character. Like this movie has two uh, 70-year-old leads in a Terminator movie. That is ballsy. Oh, that is got, ballsy, my friend. I got one more comment on yeah. Terminator. Yeah. The movie I always wanted to see was John Connor in the future being basically the Messiah. And we got okay. that in Salvation, except it was done so shittily that we can't ever get that now, at least for a while. But we so did get a great clip. We of, got uh, great Christian Bale sound bites. Yes. We did get that. So that, <laughs> was, worth that, that was worth it. Um, Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. I think Terminator 2 ended so perfectly. Right. And that whole movie was about there is no fate that what we make. Yep. You know, and, and, and this isn't inevitable. We can stop this. 
And every movie since then has been like, no, that was a lie. It was always going to be inevitable. Yeah. So it's you're, every time you make another Terminator film, you're basically taking away from T2 in terms of what that message was. Wasn't that, wasn't that the ending? That was a great ending where she's in the car and she drives and he's so just happy. The, yeah. The camera pulls back and the judgment day never judgment happens. Day never happens. Everything solved. They done, stopped it. Bada bing, bada boom. It ends with Arnie's fucking thumb going in the, yep. the, the, the magma. So what happened? What did miles Dyson have another arm? That he wasn't telling anybody about that. Somebody finds, I don't know. I think that the better idea is that Judgment Day always, like the singularity, does always happen where the where the machines become sentient and then want to fuck with. It just happens in a different way. Right. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is they keep going back to the exact same way that it happens. I think they have to vary the the ways that it happens. I do like that Judgment Day is always going to happen. Like you can't. But stop. then it happens, and then the st- the plot is always we have to send back on the newest Terminator. Yeah, it gets a little convoluted. We, but. But we keep sending back Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> and he somehow still wins. How is he fighting those new ass liquid metal terminators? What <laughs> the fuck? Look, James Cameron producing, I gotta imagine he's not gonna give a stamp of approval on something that's shit for his baby Terminator. You mean he's the guy who's he quoted as saying Genesis was good though? Well, yeah. And he, you know, In it was before for the it. movie. Yeah. But he wasn't producing it. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. That I didn't hate point. Genesis. I just thought it was not that great. It was a lot of fun. It was fun, but a lot of it don't make sense. Makes that no don't make sense. No sense. Yeah. Here's my final question We got Aliens versus Predator. We got that twice. Will we ever get we Terminator? Also, I saw this note. Yeah. Just sorry to interrupt. Yeah. We also got Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, right. Shit. There we go. Why can't we get a Terminator versus Robocop? Geek Mooner. I'd love to see that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, I think the people that make Terminator, especially James Cameron, would never want to. I feel like they feel like they would lower themselves yeah, if they a, went to it, Robocop. A, uh, yeah. I mean, it's hokey. It's gimmicky. They would, yeah. they would have to elevate Robocop a lot. I love Robocop. Robocop's ah. great. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the first one is fucking fantastic, but there's there is a a general sense that RoboCop is more campy. Than would Terminator. you want him to? Would you want? Yeah. W- so which Terminator would you want to see fight which RoboCop? Oh, Arnie versus fucking Arnie the old, versus OG Peter Robocop. Weller. Yeah, yeah, yeah Peter yeah, Weller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's good comics out there that have yeah. crossovers. Yeah, with yeah those there's Terminator. Yeah, did that. The Terminator versus RoboCop comic books are very good. They're a lot of fun, and you're like, man, why can't somebody just just make this into a movie? Who I cares? actually just read. Another thing, I don't know why I was looking at this, but in development may potentially is Child's Play on Elm Street, which would be a Chucky oh, Freddy oh, crossover, yeah, oh, no. which I think would be fucking bonkers. <laughs> oh, but, I think that'd be hilarious. But Chucky! I don't think I've ever seen a Child's Play movie. Me neither. I love Freddy versus Jason. I thought that was fucking hilarious. That works? Okay, it was it just was funny. fun. It was yeah, just fun yeah. horror. The, Chucky is as tall as Rug Boy is. How is he fucking taking down uh, Freddy? Well, I think it's, I don't know. Well, I'm not going to get into does, the does, plot. Does Chucky kick ass? Like, is he? A, is he, he kills a, people. He kills people. He's a doll that kills people. Yeah. You know what he looks like. I've never honestly watched the Child's Play yeah, movie. Yeah, that's something I would watch. No, they're, I mean they're they're, they're campy as fuck. The first one is a little creepy. Yeah, uh, but they get progress. They become progressively closer and closer to uh, Leprechaun. No, the, the, the other thing with this Linda Hamilton and T six uh, ignoring all the other movies, like Halloween is doing the same thing now too. They're doing they, a direct sequel to the yeah, first one, yeah. and they got old Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. Like this is the the big trend. It's all about just ignore everything, ignore bring everyone the back, shit. ignore the shit, bring the back people back from the original. They're old, make them do shit, even though they're old. 
And with that, we're going to take a quick break. Make uh, old people do shit again. Make old, old people, people do, do old shit. people, you're not done working yet, you bastards. Hang on to your canes. We're going to work you till we can't work you. We're going to take a break. Play some promos. <laughs> we'll be back with more news on the other side of this. After these messages, we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? This is Mr. Throwback Thursday from the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Along with my co-host, Bill, every Thursday... We bring you classic hip hop. Classic. Classic. You know, all the good stuff, the stuff that you forgot about, the golden age, pre-golden age, back to the original era. For all the pioneers, I'm going way back, way back, way back. Each week we bring you hip hop headlines. So we let you know what's going on with your favorite artists from back in the day. We bring you Woo News. We dedicate an entire segment just to the Wu-Tang Clan every week. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. We bring you two records. One is a one and done. One is a record of the week. We give you an artist of the month. We give you all the classics. Classic. Classic. Come and check us out. Every week we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and at MrThrowbackThursday.com. And if you remember nothing else, always remember, new school stale, old school fresh. If you're looking for a sports hosting show, Gives you the flavor. Tom Brady thrown for over 60,000 yards, the most playoff victories, the most Super Bowls, the most Super Bowl MVPs. He is not the greatest of all time. That brings the energy. Shaq quote, the earth is flat. Close quote. The earth is round. That isn't about this or that. It ain't this or that. Charles Barkley, 1994. You stole two home games in the Western Conference semifinals against the Rockets. Your team blows it in seven. One year later, up three games to one. Two games at home. And you blow that too. Then you've come to the right place. I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guy, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports. On Cole Sports. With the Z. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Jock and Nerd Listener, thank you for tuning into the show every week. We appreciate everyone who presses play. If you enjoy the show and you want to support us, you want to give back, and you want more show, just join our fan club. Jock and Nerd! Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon, where you get lots of bonus perks. Fresh perks, uh, like bonus fresh content. Perks. Fresh perked, fresh perked bonus content in a fresh perked RSS feed exclusive just for you. It's a whole other podcast just for our supporters. And there's a bunch of other shit. Stickers, uh, T-shirts. Check it out. Jockander.com slash Patreon. Continuing with the movie news. Uh, Paramount wants to reboot the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Why? again. Oh, shit. Uh, they have a writer, uh, this guy worked on the movie Bad Words. I don't know who this is. Uh, Andrew Dodge, the writer behind the Jason Bateman comedy Bad Words to pen the script. Michael Bay, Andrew Form, and Brad Fuller will be producing. So this is weird because they want to, They first of all, they rebooted it in 2014. Right. And uh, then like two years ago, Out of the Shadows, the second movie came out. So they want they want to reboot it with a third movie with like the same creative but different cast and writers. Like, is Megan Fox out? Uh, you're recasting this. Will this be mo capped? Will it be another origin story? Does this even need to happen? 
Rugs, what do you think? This does not need to happen. It's unnecessary, of course. They've already tried to do it, like with the big budget and the Michael Bay and the explosions and the shit like that. And, uh, you know, it didn't catch the world on fire. I think they might make a a pivot to try and sell more toys and make it more kiddie. That's my 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 guess. And I, I, they're not going to go in the direction of let's make it like the comics. That's where I want it to go. Uh, which would be cool to get back to the comics. Because the comics were weird and cool and dark. And they had like different universes and they went in outer space and shit. I love. I would love to see the gritty. Ser- take it a little bit more serious, um, Anthony. This is a pretty. Uh, re- it's a good franchise. It's a money making franchise. The highest one is the 2014 reboot, made 191 million dollars domestic. Yep. Uh, Out of the shadows didn't even break 100 million. 82 million. But the original 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie still second highest at 135. Do you think uh, th- uh, this franchise still has legs and is rebooting it the right w- thing to do right now? I mean, does it still have legs? See, sort of. <laughs> rebooting it is not the right move. Though. In what I, way could you make this relevant, Anthony? Yeah, how would you? How would we reboot this? I would ditch, get rid of the fucking noses on those turtles. First of all, honestly, I think you got to re, kind of just rebuild it from the ground up. Maybe make a solid TV show. Like I, I don't think making the movie. I know making the movie has the the highest profit margins, um, but I don't think I think you guys start building the fan base back up. Most so, of, I, most of these people, most like I like I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love the the first one. I was one. I own the first three. I the love third the, one's terrible. I love those original. Ones. I love those ones. Um, the comic I know I wasn't I was wasn't coherent enough to appreciate the comics, but mm-hmm. it's just too soon. Like this isn't for me. Isn't I just like the. <laughs> Like how the failures of Hollywood not being creative. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are we going back to this well so yeah, quickly? Yeah, they they need to space it out. They're I don't just know. trying to just burn up any IP that they can. Right. Yo, the only way that I could see is this being relevant. Yeah. Like, if they're not going to stick to the comics, all right. Um, you do something. the The greatest thing that the Ninja Turtles have and th- that they haven't really tapped into is the whole mysticism of. Of, of the ninja and the oh, and, yeah. and splinters teaching them how to be teenage boys and how to deal with life and how to kind of focus their anger and like focus mr like miyagi karate kid yes. a little bit i like yes. that. I like that. so it, it could be something that like young boys or young girls or whatever right would use to kind of give them like some kind of a, a moral uh like, like kung fu like it was like a, it was a great series that would kind of tell you how to deal with life through like these this ancient mysticism but then still had kick-ass action scenes yes of course yeah but that that would be great if they but they're not going to do that that's like way too heavy for for them to tackle they're good they want to sell toys that's that's it's but look the, the toys i bullshit. think the toys have always been selling since the late 80s since they came out and they've had great cartoons like the nickelodeon cartoons actually not that bad and then there's a new one so the kids are getting these on the small screen uh how much more toy friendly can they fucking make it uh, make it darker let me see some of the ninja mythology like rug said m- take it a little bit more serious the mocap part i was actually okay with because they they kind of looked all right they were they were really big uh but they didn't need to be m- like hulks you know? no they're maybe a little bit too big little like too big i never imagined them that big and of course and i myself came from the comic books that's where i first learned and i love the black and white fucking 
gritty ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books. Have yet to see that. Only in the 2007 animated CG movie. I think that got the closest to that. And uh, so, yeah, they got, you know what? Paramount has a lot of toy IP. Like they have all the Hasbro shit. They got fucking the GI Joe and Transformers. Like they could do like a crazy mass shared crossover thing with all these toys. Imagine like a Ninja Turtles and Transformers and GI Joe movie. Yeah. That, That would be weird. It'd be strange. It would probably be really bad too. I don't know how you do that. There, there's a thought that when you have to cross over, then yeah. you're desperate and you yes. really don't have any good ideas. And that came up when we were talking about AVP. Cause what, what movie didn't you tell me? So what movie was it? Like when we cross over, we are out of ideas. I think that was a alien. It was, wasn't was, it? It was uh, AVP. Cameron saying yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's kind of, but it doesn't have to be that if it's handled well. Uh, anyways, maybe we'll see it in the theater. Speaking of theaters, you guys like to go to the movies, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. You know, uh, you know this movie pass thing, right? Yeah, I've heard about this. Made for the movie fan. Well, I think we're going to have to get used to this new subscription model of going to see movies. AMC has just released a new subscription service that may or may not be better than the movie pass. Oh, shit. Here's the deal with AMC's uh, subscription service. You can watch three movies a week for $20 a month. That's 12 movies a month. You could even watch all the movies in the same day. Oh, shit. Uh, you have to space it out an hour. Movie pass, one movie a day, $10 a month. All right? Mm-hmm. The AMC subscription service, you can, will be able to use it for 3D and IMAX movies. Right. You can't do that with movie pass. With AMC, you can reserve your tickets and your seat on the app in advance, like everyone's used to now in Fandango. Movie pass, you have to physically be at the theater. And you can only buy one ticket for yourself. The AMC subscription has no physical card. This is one of the major things uh, customer service-wise MoviePass ran into. That sometimes the cards didn't work. There was fucking issues. You had to call in. So no physical card, less technical issues. And then the one downside, of course, this is only at AMC theaters, obviously. Right. But they are the largest movie chain in the country, I believe, with over like 2,200, 22,000 theaters. 22,000 theaters. MoviePass, and AMC does use MoviePass. What do you guys think? What's a better deal? Now that I've given you the rundown, would you be interested signing up for this? Because I think we're going to see more movie chains do this, and we're going to have to pick. We are. We're definitely going to see the subscription model start to be a thing here. I mean, I I, uh, like AMC theaters, but they're not my favorite theaters. They're not bad. I agree. I go between the Regal and the AMC. They're both nice. Right. So it's like if I have to see a movie at an AMC... Like the AMC's around me, they don't have like the you can't pick your own seats. Oh, they don't have all that no, shit. No, they don't have like not and they might be switching ah, to that's that. That's some bullshit. They might be switching to that, but they don't have them yet because like these the AMC theaters that I have has been, have been here for years. Oh, they're, not, they're like, old new school. Build. Okay, mm. so yeah. they don't have the reclining seats and all that shit either. No, do I think they might be going to that at some point. God damn, you guys are way behind. Well, I think they have one one theater in the whole multiplex that has all that shit. Yeah. But not, you can't guarantee that you're going to be able to do that with every, every movie. So (laughs) I would probably not use this, but like, I think it's a good idea. 20 bucks a month for three movies a week, 12 movies. a month. No one's going to ever fucking see three movies a week. Like there's nobody's going to, I would try for a while, but you can't sustain that. (laughs) There's not even three things I want to see a month. That's also a good point. 
Uh, but when it breaks it down, that's not bad. Uh, Anthony, you ever thought about any of these subscriptions? I mean, we go to see movies, not a lot, right. but is it worth it at our, you know, your level of movie watching? At my level, no. Um, I don't see movies enough to, to make this worth it, but... Would you go more? With I used to have a Stubbs card at AMC, so okay. I was a loyalty guy. They will roll all that shit into this, too. You, you, you get like discounts on concessions, too. Right. Yes. I'm yeah. done with that, though. Oh. And the reason I'm done with that is because there's be- like there's some good AMC theaters, but there's some not so good yeah. ones, and yeah. there's some yeah. good like Arclight and Regal and yeah. Yeah. other yeah. Yeah. Ch- chains that are doing different things with the movie going experience that I've, yeah. I've wanted to experience as well. You know, like the 40 X man, I got to find yeah, a 40X. Or getting like served drinks while yeah, you're in there. That meals, shit is all that yeah. stuff is cool. So I don't want to be confined to one theater. So movie pass for me still sounds, um, be- good. Yeah. But AMC well, maybe this is, will is, make movie pass better. Right. But well, AMC yes. is, is putting some, I mean, I don't know which one's better, honestly, but I think AMC is making a good run at it. So AMC is making it better and, uh, sorry, Music Pass. Music Pass? I can't fuck it. What am I saying? Uh, Somebody touch my spaghetti. The thing is, Movie Pass didn't nail it on the first try. No, no. They had lots of issues. They've changed their pricing several times. So AMC has sat back and they were like studying it and they were like, okay, here's where they're fucking up. Let's see if we can do this better. Yeah. So one thing Movie Pass is changing for the better is they are going to let you buy a ticket for a friend. Great, but Business Insider also is reporting that MoviePass is going to pull an Uber and implement surge prices for more popular movies. Uh, what What are you doing, MoviePass? You're just fucking yourself now. You did one good thing, and then you just undid it. The best thing MoviePass this did is they're trolling AMC on Twitter <laughs> by this tweet. Heard AMC theaters jumped on board to the movie subscription train. Twice the price for a quarter of the theater network and 60% fewer movies. Thanks for making us look good, AMC. Oh, shit. Pretty good. Pretty good chirping each other. <laughs> Here's the thing about Movie Pass, though. I mean, that's smart. That It's funny that they're doing that. Yeah. But couldn't AMC theaters just be like, all right, fuck it. No Movie Pass here. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So <laughs> now you're, and they initially, they didn't want Movie Pass. Right. They finally accepted it. And the, the next tweet says, from Movie Pass, AMC has repeatedly disparaged our model as a way to discourage our growth because all along, they wanted to launch their own more expensive plan. We want to make movies more accessible. They want more profit, but I don't know. I kind of like this AMC deal. I would I mean, try it, was it out. Priced a little bit more aggressively, it'd be better. But twenty bucks, twenty bucks, not mm. that bad. It's like two movies. It's, it's yeah. It's yeah not if you're that seeing bad two movies all. a month, one of my friends yeah. texted me immediately. He was like, "I might do this." I'm like, "If you see two movies a month, then it's worth it." If it's you're watching in 3D IMAX, it's like one and a half movies. Like one movie, you almost pay for the whole. The thing's paid for itself. Right. Yeah, but I don't like 3D. IMAX, it can be nice, though. So IMAX big. is cool, not 3D. You know, IMAX is great because I'm getting old. My vision's getting worse. And I just just show me the biggest fucking picture you have. Please. Thank you. <laughs> I actually sit in the back of the theater because I really? don't like to strain my eyes. I like to see the whole picture really easily. I forgot to ask you guys a couple of questions. First of all, favorite Ninja Turtle. Oh. Oh. Well, mine was Leonardo. Okay. Rugs? I'm all about Raph. Yeah, I always go with the cheesy Michelangelo pick because he had nunchucks. Uh, and I love nunchucks. Nobody ever likes Donatello. No, <laughs> Donatello. he's never he's never positioned as the coolest character. <laughs> he's because he's kind of like the the, the, the nerd. Well, he secretly has the biggest dick. Well, he's and like that, the party pooper, the and then I like Raph. Well, Raph's no, a dick. Leonardo's the leader, but he's also the like the white bread. Oh, right, right. But he's the leader. Yeah, Donatello's just the fucking nerdy inventor guy. 
Yeah, Raz got the worst weapons, but he can kick the most ass. And he's got the the biggest attitude. Yeah, he's got a huge attitude, and I just I've always loved nunchucks. So like Michelangelo was my guy. Uh, then the other question: favorite place to sit in the theater? Anthony Rugg said in the back. Oh yeah, I'm like. Isn't that, doesn't that tell you so much about us? It does. I, I'm last row <laughs> like, in the back. Like, Imran likes Michelangelo because Michelangelo likes to party. He's fun. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony is the leader. And, yeah. Like. <laughs> you can tell I'm a lot the about attitude problem. Yeah, 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 absolutely, you can kind tell of how the a lot. show goes. Listen, listener, if you want to know somebody get closer to someone, just ask him who's their favorite turtle. You'll know, <laughs> get to know a lot. It tells you a lot about the person. Uh, Anthony, where do you like to sit in the movies? Middle, back, middle, uh, back, front, back, back, middle, back. back. Uh, even I'm not even like middle back. I'm like last row on the aisle back. Like Damn. I don't mind sitting on the side. I just like, or I'll sit if you if the the movie theater has like three sections. Right, I'll sit like middle side by myself. Oh, in your own little section. Yeah, just like like with this the row with like five seats. I'll sit in like right in the fucking middle. I like middle to middle back, like right in the middle, right in the sweet spot. Yeah, I'm in the middle back. You're I'm, like yeah, back. I'm not. I don't like being. I like either having like no one behind me so that if people are talking, oh, it doesn't matter. I like no one in front of me. If there are people in front of me talking, it doesn't it's fine. Okay. But like middle back solves that problem or just being in complete isolation. Well, the, you guys buy your tickets uh, because by the time the show posts Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom oh, shit. Uh, will be out and will probably be making shitloads of money. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes currently uh, has this movie at 54 Yikes. percent. What's the average critic rating? Uh, 5.7 out so, of so Average movie. So very average. And, you know, look, for the listener, if you're a new listener this year, go back to episode 21 of the Jock and Nerd podcast in 2015 when we reviewed Jurassic World. And we'll probably uh, we're going to review this movie, too, just to be consistent. And it's dinosaurs. And I, I the early reviews don't make it sound like it's any better than the first movie. I got to be. We will honest. review it, though, right? But we will review it. And <laughs> I'm still excited to see this movie. I know it's going to suck. Yeah. The first one or the this last one wasn't great. Yeah, but it was entertaining. Look, I know now knowing after the first one, I'm just gonna turn my my fucking mind off and just go have a good time. Well, that's the thing. Just you, re- you literally have to do that. Yes. yes. The yeah. first three were like, okay, the first the one first was one's good. Great. The second one wasn't too good, but then the third one kind of redeemed it a little bit. It wasn't as good as the first one, but it was better than the second one. You're like, okay, they're on the trend going up. Then the Jurassic World comes out, and you're like, okay, they're gonna go, they're gonna go back to form. They're going to back to like how it was in the first one, and it was great visually with effects and stuff. But it was just the, the heart is in there, the soul well, is in there. Well, yeah. Did you see the video I posted on Jock and Her Nation? Uh, which so there was a whole other movie. No, no, it was oh, uh, the, David the, Wilhelm. Yeah, why these movies why don't work? The sequels don't work. What was the gist of that? I so started the, watching it. Yeah, and the finish. gist of it is so the first one. Had the, the 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 reason why the first one was so good is you had the awe right. of seeing dinosaurs for the first yep. time. Yep. But then they flipped it to horror. Yep. So that they flipped it was two two different movies in one almost. Oh uh, yeah. Once the first one's made, the awe is gone immediately. So you 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 can't lose do that. that. You can't. Yeah. You don't. There's yeah. never going to be any more awe. You can't play that card. Yeah. But they went straight to horror in all of these. Yeah. So there's that. There's that's that's lacking is they don't have a, a pivot for that. The other thing is. The first movie clearly establishes that, you know, making dinosaurs is wrong, playing God is wrong, you know, there, there's punishment for your, these bad decisions, but you can empathize with the humans because this is the first time they're doing this. The first time you can empathize with right. them, yes. But every subsequent sequel <laughs> yes. has 
basically ignored those mistakes <laughs> and made the humans make the same exact mistake every time. They either go back to the island, yeah. they bring the dinosaurs back, yeah. or as in the case of Jurassic World, they redo the whole fucking park. So you can't empathize with the human characters anymore yeah, they, because they're they immediately assholes and stupid. Yeah. How many time, What? How many things you got to make up to get these fuckers back on an island with dinosaurs? Right. Stop going back to the island. <laughs> and this, and this, this one coming up, David Wilhelm was like, is doing two of the things that we learned are wrong. They're going back to the island again. Yes. And they're making di- they're bringing the dinosaurs back to civilization and again. And we've had four movies saying, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> Lost World told you this was stupid. Why are we doing this I again? I mean, a Jurassic World and this one, oh, it looks like- Oh, and they're going back to the hybrid dinosaur thing again that Jurassic yeah. World told us was stupid. So they're doing three things right off the bat that are dumb. They're remaking the original movies way shittier. Let's do all the stupid things again. Yes. So you're immediately as an audience member, you can't empathize with no, the stupidity you want, that's going fact, on. In fact, I'm going to go in rooting for the dinosaurs to eat all these fuckers. These people are stupid. They deserve... Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. They deserve to be eaten. I'm still going to watch the shit out of this. Oh, I'm, I'm going to watch, watch it too. It, yeah. As much as I'm trashing I'm it. Gonna, I'm, I'm, like, gonna, I'm rooting for the I dinosaurs. I love me some dinosaurs. They, they I but, and <laughs> I, I, like the, I like the turn in the last one. Yeah, where the dinosaurs are fighting each other because I'm yeah. obviously a kaiju fan. Yeah, so yeah, it seems like more of the uh, of the the same where they're going to have the hybrid dinosaur and maybe yeah, let them fuck each other up. Yeah, dinosaur fuck ups. That's awesome. Uh, and it uh, there's something about dinosaurs. People love fucking dinosaurs, and they always they're real. Will. Yes, they were. They were. They are real. They were only. They were only around a thousand years ago. And they ago. can be real again. They, <laughs> they were here. Shit very, could happen. Very recently on this flat earth, we had dinosaurs. Box dinosaurs don't is, exist. They, they, they never existed, as Eddie Bravo would say. Dinosaurs also, are for kids. Also, Australia. They're not, they're not real. Australia doesn't exist, and everyone is a computer AI software that lives Why in Australia. Why is it that we've only find, found all these dinosaur fossils within the last 200 years? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> I'm, this is not, I'm, I'm being completely facetious. This I can't is, believe there's people out there. But they can actually make dinosaurs. I think they can, and they probably already have them. So uh, Adam Morris may have to fill us in, but I thought they were trying to replicate a woolly mammoth like they, they are. found. That right? is a, a thing that is, is happening. They're trying well, if they to can make do that, mammoth. what's going to stop them from bringing back a fucking dinosaur? Holy shit. It'll happen. I mean, It'll like, happen in, in our lifetimes. Wow. We'll have an lifetime. actual... There'll be a fucking T-Rex somewhere. Yeah, but we already know it's a bad idea. We've seen the movie. Don't do this. You think that we just going to do not do something because it's stupid? <laughs> no, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Look at us. Look we're, at us. We're look at our whole country. We did a lot of we did things, and there's a lot of stupid things so happening So, box right office-wise, uh, Jurassic World opened to $208 million. Oh, shit. Holy shit. They're estimating this one's going to open not as big, 130 to 140 million. Right. But again, like Force Awakens, we hadn't had a Jurassic World movie in a long time. And I think that was, you know, the main the main drive for that movie. Uh that was, yeah, I don't, We I, didn't movie. talk about speaking of crazy fucking weekends, you didn't talk about the Incredibles weekend. Well, you? we're we're saving that for the voicemail section. Oh, cuz it all ties in. Are, are you guys oh. seeing that? Uh, well, I want to see it, but okay. Look, we'll get. We'll hold on. You're jumping All ahead. Right. Oh, sorry. All right, well, sorry. Look, it's a tease. We're, it was a tease. Where we are going to talk about is a little bit of TV news. The other thing that is going to be out. That's a very geek boner. Uh, by the time this show posts, Luke Cage season two. It is live as you are listening to my voice, listener. Question to you guys: Will it crash Netflix again? No, no. The first one did, and this one's getting really good reviews, saying it's better than the first season. Well, that's not hard to do. But, dude, the first season, first half was really good. 
Okay. First half was good. Yes, I agree. Fuck it. I'm excited to see Bushmaster and uh, Misty Knight with our robot arm and Mariah Dillard. Uh, we will have a review of that as soon as we get through those probably too many episodes, 13. I'll tell you one thing. It probably doesn't need 13 episodes. I'll tell you that right now. I haven't <laughs> even seen it. I haven't even seen it. And it probably is two episodes too It might too crash. The, uh, it might do it again. Just because of, uh, the, I mean, there's a lot of hype around uh, in black creators yes, and black superheroes. Yes, this and, is a, and if this is good. Mm-hmm, this is a Venn diagram of multiple things crossing over. That it, that I didn't audience. know it was out. I didn't even know it was That's out. That's true. I didn't know it was out it's very Yeah, it's kind of been a so quiet like the hype release. isn't there. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. But, I mean, as things with Netflix, like, people will discover it word of mouth. It's just going to spread. But, again, with Black Panther, people love the first one. I love anytime you combine hip-hop and comics, they're doing that again. Uh, this thing has crazy audiences coming in. The comic fans, hip hop fans. As long as it fans. doesn't fall off during the midway point. Well, yeah, at least they don't they, create an awesome villain and then kill him midway through and then replace him with a shitty villain. I, I have no faith that they are going to use the 13 episodes wisely. They haven't really done it yet. Maybe Deadpool season two got the closest. Yeah. I don't think any Deadpool. other. Uh, sorry, Daredevil. Daredevil season two. Because it was, they're all too long. They're all too long. Yeah. Uh, uh, they are all too long. Uh, other uh, kind of insignificant TV news. Walking Dead. Uh, Shane's coming back, people. Oh shit! <laughs> John Berthall. Speaking of Netflix and Punisher, John What's Berthall, he doing back? He's coming back for one episode for season nine. So this is the oh, season like they're gonna. That probably because they're they're probably gonna kill Rick. This is the season rumored where they're phasing out Rick. So maybe he he's when he hallucinates, he sees him. He's dying. I thought they were just going to bring him back. Like, oh, Shane's back. He's going to lead the group now. What? The yeah, he's probably going to meet him in heaven. <laughs> fuck are you doing this? Shane Walsh, or maybe it's Shane Walsh's twin brother, uh, Tane Walsh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but expect John Berthal. And then other uh, kind of related to Robert Kirkman. Uh, Rugs, you like his comic Invincible, Robert Kirkman's Invincible comic book? I read uh, the first, I don't know, like, year and a half maybe yeah and then uh, i stopped collecting it and then i would get random issues here and there to try and catch up and i never could catch up because evidently this dude wrote wrote this big sprawling adventure that uh kind of has a beginning and an end and no status quo and i and i love that idea have you ever read uh invisible anthony no i have not okay let me give you the quick uh here's the five second here's the rundown Basically, uh, the issues that I read is basically this kid, teenage kid, like, you know, normal kid, like nothing special about him, not like a popular kid, uh, works at a burger joint. And one day he throws a bag of garbage and it goes like he goes to throw it in the trash and it goes like like to London. <laughs> oh, it's like, right? it and portals he's like, away. He, he's like, oh, shit, my superpowers came. And you find out that he's the son of like this universe is Superman. Superman with a mustache, I like to call him. Omni-Man or something? Omni-Man is the alien. Uh, Mark Grayson is the name of the kid. The title ran 144 issues by Robert Kirkman, Ryan Otley. So when Kirkman left Amazon during Walking Dead and sold... I'm sorry, he left The Walking Dead to sell Skybound Entertainment to Amazon. They were going to make... This was a deal for content. And Invincible, it just got an adult animated series... Eight episodes on Amazon. It's an hour-long series. It's going to be based on the comic. And the comic book rugs, from what I understand, super violent. It is, because the one of the main things is, like, in the 11th and 12th issues, like, 
he finds out like his dad is like really uh, an evil guy and he fights his dad and fucking it's like and like half the world gets destroyed. Wow. Like it's so fucking violent. Um, and then I never, I don't know why I stopped reading it at, at that point. I, I mean, if remember. you Google images of Invincible, you see a lot of these uh, panels and covers and there's just so like. this is going to be on uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Adult, Amazon Prime. They uh, Originally, they were trying to make a movie with Universal with Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg. But then when Kirkman sold Skybound to Amazon to develop these products, projects, this is perfect for Amazon. I This sounds great. I can't wait. It's like a subverted, like superhero Superman it's a story. deconstruction. Yeah. Yeah. And it I, takes all the tropes and like switches them on its head. It's a cool comic. And, uh, I really am itching to read it all again. Cause it, it ended. Yeah. It's 144 like, issues, which is unlike the walking dead. That's still going. And Kirkman has no plans to ever end it. This is like a complete thing. Like I picked up issues along the way that were like just random, but like he starts out as a little kid and he ends up as a man. Yeah, and he and he becomes like you know a different person. And, he grows. Things. You follow this character. Yes. It's fantastic. It actually like he doesn't end up in the same play. Like you know, like all Marvel comics. Right. There's always right. the status quo right. returns. Yep. This and this, like you know, it's a complete story and it ends. I love it, and uh, it recently ended in February of this year. Rugs one forty four. Uh, I wouldn't want to check out the first trade, but I'm excited to see this more from Kirkman. Uh, you know, back when Walking Dead was good, he was doing good on that. I, I still mean, read the comic book. I still enjoy the comic book. There's some crazy shit going it's on. Been in going there. on for like almost twenty years. Yeah, yeah. The Walking Dead comic book has been going on for almost twenty years, and 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 Invincible too. Yeah, which in oh. itself is uh, Invincible started when it started. In itself, that's a feat for independent publishers. January two thousand three, Invincible started. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, last thing uh, in our news section, and we don't usually. Talk about video games, unless they're about Spider-Man. Geek Boner. <laughs> Which, if you followed the E3 news that just occurred, you know uh, there's a new Spider-Man game coming out for the PS4. There's so much play footage, demo footage, like 20 minutes, an hour. And let me tell you what, I, I am so obsessed over a game I probably will never play or own because I don't have a PlayStation 4. But holy good. god damn, it looks fucking unbelievable. You know what it looks like? Uh, Arkham Knight? Yes. Yes, which is great. This is a kind great of, game. I mean, it's Rockstar, so they, I believe they hey, did. listen, the nation could pull together their money and buy you a PlayStation 4. Nation, I, Christmas, I don't <laughs> celebrate Christmas. I'm a heathen Muslim, but I still appreciate. Uh, honestly, dude, I would. Shit, I watch this and I'm like, I really am considering. Why is this suit a fucking like that? PlayStation 4? I don't know. Apparently they explain there's different suits but they explain it in the game okay. and the story. Uh just but just swinging around New York City, the Spider-Man 2 game for the PlayStation was amazing. This is like that plus a million times fucking better. Uh here's a couple of awesome things you could do in this game that you couldn't do before. You could do the upside down web hang. That's always fun just to hang out. Uh, just like Tom Holland's Spider-Man in, in Homecoming, Spider-Man doesn't kill people in this game. Also, look kind of like Batman in Arkham, right? He well, didn't he never, kill he in Arkham. He's not really a killer in Well, general. he never killed. But in this game, when you knock someone off the building, you can climb over and he webs them to the building. You can go back later and get them and take them to the police and turn them in. This is how much detail. There's also a clip of him diving from the top of the tallest building in New York City, like Assassin's Creed and just fucking falling and you see and it looks fucking amazing. This should be the standard for how superhero 
video right? games are made. Yeah, open. I mean, world. Arkham Knight was the state like that. Like you need to have them in livable worlds where they can run around and do things. Rugs, do you have a PS4? Of of course. Will you be getting this? Yeah, without question. What What are your thoughts about this so far? It looks really cool. I mean, the costume, not notwithstanding, like. I wish they would uh, didn't have to change his costume, but like I don't care. Like fuck it, it looks so good. Like it's it's worth playing. I mean, pun intended. There are Peter parkour type movements <laughs> where he's doing fucking parkour jumps and shit. Uh, and I would just like swing around just for hours. I think it's gonna be a fun game to play. Hopefully, it's not on rails too much because I want to like explore the city and well, Spider Man shit. This is another thing you could do. There is the main mission, and I, the voice acting is really good, and uh, the missions are great. But there are instances where you're uh, going by an alley, and there's like a carjacking, and you can go and take care of that carjacking and go back on your mission. So there's little crime everywhere. Uh, the uh, the acting seemed great. The storyline you see there may be Sinister Six. Shocker is in there. And it's Mr. Negative. God damn, I wish I had a PS4. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm going to definitely watch. play this. I got to gonna... shout out another game. Okay. Another talking about games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last of Us Part 2. Oh, what's that about? Well, have you seen, you never played Last of Us? That was one of the ranked one of the best games of all time. I've played it, yeah. I, I've never played it. I'm going to look at it. Zombie up. Apocalypse game, okay. basically. Okay. But really good story, really good acting, uh, really good voice acting, uh, just expertly done and, and great gameplay. Similar to this, where you're just kind of running around and oh. doing things. Uh, sort of, but there, it's a little more focused. You have missions, uh, but Last of Us Two is coming out, and uh, I just want to shout that out. That it, it's fucking violent as hell. The game, oh. The Last of Us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's zombies, but it's like real people too that you kill and you like stab them in the neck and blood squirt. So it's out like playing The Walking Dead. Well, sort it's of. It's not. Yeah. It's not necessarily zombies. It's that they're, they're they become mutated. Mutated. Yeah, they uh, become diseased, yeah, but they muscle. act like zombies. Right. This game, um, I'm watching this gameplay and he's he's sneaking around in the forest and he comes up on this guy who is being hung while being stabbed oh, yeah. by another yeah. guy. Oh, that's a girl, actually. You're talking oh, that's about a girl. girl. Yeah. Oh, the girl's creeping around. Okay. Yeah. yeah, The Last of Us is um the first game anyway. It's very heartbreaking. It is. The heartbreak. The whole line. fucking story is tragic and you have to make these choices and it's really like you have to hide a lot. It's a lot of like you gotta sneak around these things because they're sensitive to sound or whatever. Good jump scares like Resident Evil type oh, yeah. scares. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a survival game. It's the same people. Naughty Dog is the developer. Okay, yeah. and they they're the same people that made the Uncharted games, which are okay. oh, fantastic. Yeah, as well, so they make really good animation as well, like the the uh, cinemas between the the cutscenes. Yeah, this looks gorgeous and really fun to play. You know what? Those I two games would make yeah. me almost, like almost pushing me to want to buy like a PlayStation Four. I can't though. I just decided I can't. I can't have a PlayStation. No, I you can't. can't. You I would too much. I would never get anything done. Oh, no, yeah, you can't. There's do it. no way I can't have this. I will watch streams on Twitch though. That's my problem too. Personally, is I don't. I don't have a PlayStation. Oh, I do have a PlayStation. I have a PlayStation Three, but my problem is <laughs> when I play these like uh, RPG games. I get so obsessed that I, d- I just stop eating. I stop yeah, sleeping. Yeah, I just yeah. want to complete the game. So I, it like takes like weeks off my life. Dude, there's another part of this this gameplay trailer. She's hiding under a car. And it's just like in a movie. There's someone walking up, and you don't know what's going to happen. You're talking and about then, Last of Us Part yeah, 2. Yeah, Last of Us yeah. 2. And then the person comes up to the car and crouches down and looks, and then she blows him away in the face. Like, that's well, what I whole, think. Holy shit. The whole Twitter buzz was not even about how great the gameplay was. 
The whole bl- uh, Twitter buzz was about two chicks making out. Oh, yeah. in the game? Yeah. That's in the game, better. yeah. Right. People were freaking yeah. out about yeah. that. Nice. Geek mode. What's wrong with that? What's the problem? Nah, it's, it's, no, it, it, no, it wasn't a problem. With it. Yeah, it was just people were freaking out. They were <laughs> like, like, holy right crap. <laughs> but I'm just like, that was the thing that everybody talked about, not the gameplay and all the other crazy shit. Now it's worth $60. <laughs> this has got a couple of girl, a little girl on girl action. So the first one, I'll give you a quick rundown. Yeah, because we're not a video game podcast, so I'm we not assuming not. everyone knows this. The first one, you're this older guy that lost his daughter in the beginning of the film when the, yeah. the zombie, when this outbreak happened, and then it's been like 15 years later, and you are tasked with basically taking this teenager who potentially is the cure oh. for this disease oh. across the country. And you have to fight off. Like, and you got to protect the and, girl. Yeah, and and it's mm-hmm. it's more of the story of them two bonding. Like his, he, she becomes it's his great. surrogate yeah. daughter. She is rebelling against him, and then gets to him. And now it looks like this next one is her. A, is your your her now? Yeah. Whereas the first one, you were mostly Joel. How the guy. old was she in the first one? Like a teenager. Okay, she looks a little bit older. Like she's, she's older like a young adult. Case. Yeah, they've yeah. they've old they've uh. Aged made her up. a lot older. Aged her up, yeah. So then, what do you know? What's the storyline for this one? Do you know? I don't know it. Mm. I, I I didn't even know it was coming out until last week. So I, I only looked at the gameplay. I think that they have like some kind of modicum of normalcy, and then yeah, it, it starts like at a party, and they're like dancing. Yeah, and then shit happens. I guess. Yeah, there's no. I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and there's no plot yet. Mm. Or anything. Right, well, you'll find out when out, you play uh, the game. When is this coming out? Spider Man's coming out in September. I don't know. This doesn't say when it's coming out, but they, it was featured at E3 as well. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. I have heard about this game. I've heard it other people talk splash. about it. Yeah, good old E3. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for the news. We're gonna get to our mailbag section. Uh, we have a voicemail, but before we play that voicemail, Anthony and Rugs are going to. Uh, they got a message, a little PSA about voicemails. You guys, I'm handing it over to you. Sure, I'll start. I'll read. Two bits of feedback, three bits of feedback from the nation. So it's it's prompted by the nation. Because this um, segment, look, this is your segment. The mailbag this segment. Is, this is the nation segment. This is the nation segment. But there was some feedback on it. Jess Rivera quoted as saying, side note, can you stop the voicemails at the end of the show already? And there was some dialogue about that. And uh, basically he was saying, voicemails from one particular listener keeps dragging the show down to the dumps. Oh, um, I wonder who that is. J.R. Flamin goes, keep the voicemails. Just don't be the same. Don't be repetitive. Same person saying same shit. I wish I liked my own voice that much. And Joe uh, from work. Formerly Joe from work. Yeah, formerly Joe from work. Joe Joe. Swintech texted me and goes, if I recorded a wet fart on SpeakPipe, would Imran play it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Which was in response to the the end of the voicemail, the end of the show being dragged down by uh, particular voicemails. So... With that in mind, we we appreciate all the feedback, first off. But keep in mind that it is up to our discretion to play these voicemails. So don't feel like we owe it to you. And that the reason for that is that this is still a show. This is still entertainment. It, the show is about you guys, but it's also things we want to talk about. And if the nation is reacting negatively to uh, particular voicemails and things that seem like they're not really either questions or comments but more just bits or acts that's not really what we want we don't we're not looking for uh people to take the time and record voicemails to just pump up themselves and have um take up airtime basically and if yeah so rugs you have anything to add to that 
Yeah, I mean, basically, this is all Imran's fault. <laughs> I, I 100% I mean, take full look, blame. Imran loves all the fans. Yes. He loves the Patreon fans. You send him something. He wants to He wants to show you his love. He's going to play anything that you send him. And that's what we've been doing. And um, at a certain point in time, we're like, okay, this might not be the best thing for our show because it's pissing off some people. I mean, some yeah. people are not entertained by this. So now we're just going to make a, an effort to kind of edit or or maybe not play everything and pick certain things. And let me just give you some tips. Okay, here we go. Okay. Tips from Rugs. This is very Number good. Number one. Write this be, down, listener. Edit yourself. Be brief. Get to the point. Uh, if you're going to be try and be funny, actually be funny. Um, <laughs> if if we find it funny, we'll put it on there. Yes. You know our sense of humor. You yes. know what we... So, um, if it's too self-aggrandizing or too long-winded or doesn't go anywhere, it's just like you saying weird shit, we might not play it. If you, Even if it's somebody that we that has made a mistake in the past that gives us a good voicemail, we'll play the good voicemail. We, we just don't want to play bad ones. It doesn't matter, like you know, yeah, which is what we're going to play right now, I think. The show still needs to be entertaining. <laughs> and look, again, I take full blame because I've sent voicemails to podcasts and uh, you know someone took time to record some shit and said i love it i love that and oftentimes i will send them a speak pipe message back saying thank you but the show also needs to be entertaining uh we have to listen to the feedback there is a fine balance and now we have the ministry of voicemails to approve oh, shit. voicemails this voicemail is approved by the ministry of voicemails here it is What's up, jocks, nerds, or however else you choose to identify yourself? Matty J here with a quick Incredibles 2 review. Whatcha? So the first Incredibles movie came out exactly 14 years ago when I was right smack dab at the age of 14, right in the throes of puberty with my young adolescent body just trying to figure things out. But anyways, super excited when they announced Stop this right movie there. coming Stop out, how to go see it. Yeah, Did on. not disappoint. Okay. Very funny. Okay. Okay. Right there is where you went off the rails. Uh, Too many jokes about your adolescent body that weren't funny. You were, you were, now you're postponed. You were doing a review of, of the Incredibles. Let's do it. Like, let's hear what your opinion is. I like, I like, I like this. I like you analyzing the voicemail. Okay, carry on. Go ahead. The original cast was all in it, which is good to see. Baby Jack Jack stole the show for me. This is all great. He has at least 17 powers in the movie, and he gets to show him off in a fight with a raccoon. That was pretty cute. Uh, he has laser beam eyes, uh, telekinesis. He can teleport between dimensions. He can burst into flames, and he has like a baby Hulk mode. That was pretty cool to see. Uh, overall, the movie was great. I'd give it an 8 out of 10 for sure. Villain was okay. Animation looked great. Um, there's a quick Johnny Quest reference in there. Shout out to all the 90s kids who know what I'm talking about. Pretty sure nobody else in the audience got that, but I did, so pat me on the back for that. Um, over- Johnny Quest is way older than the 90s, first of all. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but, I, but you know what? That That's something that he pointed out that he was very astute to get, okay? Are right, you doing good, it's Matt good. J. Miller. Okay. Overall, everybody was laughing. Everybody liked it. So go check out Incredibles 2 for sure. All right, quick um, World Cup update. I'm surprised you guys oh, haven't talked sports. about this at all. Oh, much biggest thing going on in the world right now. So it's been a couple of big upsets. Mexico beat Germany. Senegal beat Poland. That was pretty big too. Um, of course, of course, with soccer, it's been more flops than uh, retirement community in Boca Raton, Florida. But what are you going to do? <laughs> also, there's a Volkswagen commercial. That's pretty funny. Volkswagen saying how America missed the tournament. But hey, don't worry. You can root for us. It's pretty funny. I like that. Guys, lackluster show as always. Keep it up. Very drab. Love it. Matty J out. See you guys. Okay. Much, much better. Much better, so Matt Miller. A, we can play something like that because I learned something. So that's a good example. That's an example of an appropriate approved voice. All right. It's relevant to what go. we're talking about. He, he contributed some content. Yeah. And now we can talk about what he just spoke about, which is 
Incredibles 2. Which is Incredibles, and I have a little bit about the World Cup. Uh, Incredibles 2, $182 million Bullshit. opening fucking weekend. That's almost, that's yeah, good. That's almost You know what, though? I really, I have no desire to, yeah, I know it's I a superhero movie, and the first one, I don't think I saw for like way after it came out. I kind of just discovered it. What's funny about the World, or World Cup, wow, uh, Incredibles, <laughs> Incredibles 2, yeah. Incredibles is a lot of people think that's the best superhero movie ever too. i mean it's a like thematically and i have no desire to see incredibles uh, 2 on paper like if you think of the characters and the heart and the dynamics the relationship the action yeah it's like a so- if it's it was best. if it was live action it would be fucking way even better if the bad guy wasn't so horribly designed oh yeah because he looks terrible. Well, you don't like the, the, the that style of animation at I, all. I detest it. Yeah. I detest ugly, yeah. making things look ugly and goofy so you can't like ever appreciate them as a piece of art. And you like, also don't like when you get cute. So what do you like? Yeah, first? I don't like syndrome. <laughs> no, because like cute is one thing, but ugly is just unforgivable. I see. You know? I get you. Like, it's just like, I want to own like... Uh, I want to go buy Syndrome the figure, and I'm like, look, look at his ugly ass face. It's like, it's like, I don't know, I don't like it. Wait till you see the Funko Pop of him, and so he looks totally cute. Yeah, well, I don't know. Look, I, I, I'll eventually go see this movie. It's great. I won't. I'm sure you probably. I'll see it. No, I'm not gonna. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna go see it. I will watch it uh, on accident when it just comes on if it's available. I remember seeing the first Incredibles, and I must have just been too young to appreciate it because uh, I, it never, it never even registered for me. I, I still really, don't remember a, the it's plot. It's a good movie. It's very no, exciting. I would, I would check dope. it out again. Okay, yeah. I'll like, check it it's, out. The be, it's the best Fantastic Four movie that was ever made. So, That's yeah, what I've it heard. It really is. And like this sequel, uh, 14 years between sequels, apparently the movie picks up right where the last movie left off. And yeah, it looks fun. I love Pixar. I love Incredibles. I'm just going to wait till it comes on cable or something or I can stream it. I just, I'm not in a rush. Uh, here, regarding the World Cup. Uh, you know, sometimes in this the world, biggest thing in the world right now, it's the biggest thing in the world. America it's is not in it because we're I, not in it. I remember when America was uh, like, uh, what, like eight years ago, was it? The last one was four years ago. They're but, every four years. In but they weren't in it. Were they in it last time? Yes, they, they were in it. Well, this they is were, the first time in a while that they haven't been in it. OK, so eight years ago when they were in it, uh, I remember watching it uh, eight years ago. Yeah, not the last. Was that four years ago? Four years ago anyways. was Brazil. Oh, my God, Imran. The point is... Yeah, what are you getting at, Ray? Jocks and nerds sometimes can't live in the same world together. Like, I get annoyed occasionally in the summer when I want to watch the new Arrow or Flash, and there's a fucking Cubs game oh, on. Shit. What the fuck? Or sometimes basketball has delayed uh, the show, and now it's on at, at midnight on Saturday. Whatever, I can still record it. Imagine for a moment, listener and you guys, that they all decided that uh, because of the NBA and the Stanley Cup playoffs are so important we are gonna delay all your big blockbuster movies until after that's over and release them in the uk first imagine that how upset would we be that sucks yeah right that's bullshit well that is what's going on in the uk usually marvel movies open early in the uk but because of the world cup incredibles 2 airman and the wasp are opening a month later in the UK, Incredibles opened last Friday. It's going to open. That's actually smart for them. They want to make more money. July 13th. Right? Ant-Man and the Wasp opens July 6th, U.S. 
August third yeah. for the UK. I actually think that's strategic, as Rugboy pointed out. Because yeah, because like those people take that shit, the, the soccer and shit. So yeah, you're underestimating how big soccer yeah, is. Yeah, I know, I know it's big, but I know not everyone. I know there's it's going to be a small minority of you know UK geeks and nerds that are yeah. not into jock stuff and don't care about the World Cup. And like, I just want to see my fucking movie. But you here's bastards. the thing, Imran is. First off, you don't like sports. Jocks win again. Exactly. Well, you don't like sports. So you don't, you don't appreciate don't sports like in general. And then you don't just don't care. You, you don't. Well, you don't care. Exactly. But yeah. I'm trying to put this in perspective. You already don't care about sports. And correct. Soccer is not a big thing in the U.S. anyways. So it's a double thing. You you don't understand the appeal the, of sports and you yeah. don't understand the appeal of soccer in England. Yeah. Soccer football is king. Like, it it yes. is bigger than anything we like here in America in any sport. I guarantee I want one. The world UK. likes football so much more than we like any one sport. That's true. In the whole world, yes. Uh, aside from us, which is very weird. So yeah, I can't we, put we myself. Participate in a ton of soccer. Yeah, it's boring to watch. Right. It is. I mean, it's a great like one a nothing slow game is not great. Hockey game. It's a really large. It's a slow... bunch of people move the ball over there, but then they oh get it something almost happened. Uh, nothing happened. That's why they they scream goal for like four minutes because that's the only thing that, that went on in the whole game. Just one goal. I did it when America was in it and I kind of got into it with some of my friends because they were in it. Like we went to the bar at like early at like 8 a.m. to It was fun. It's fun. It's that, the camaraderie. World Cup fun. is the only soccer that I will actually enjoy. And I like the international, like all the different nations representing. Everybody's getting into it. It is like it really is like unlike here where we called the baseball champion the world championship. Uh, really, you played the world, did you? Did you really? No, those people they're playing the world. This is the best of the world, so that's kind of cool. But I want one UK listener who is a nerd doesn't give a fuck. Scott Meridu, I'm looking at you. Write in and tell me you're on my side. No, I, I think pissed. he watches soccer too. Damn it, Meridu probably does. David Malofsky, t- let me know how it went over there. <laughs> He's an uh, expat. <laughs> uh, God damn it. I can't win. Okay, I got an email. One last thing from our buddy Gabe Bosco. Just wrote in today. He goes, hey, guys, been a little behind on your shows, but last episode I listened to you guys were bashing on this new type of animation that's ruining all of our classic TV shows. I, too, am thoroughly disappointed with Teen Titans Go! But you need to listen to this song they made called Catching Villains. It's some serious fire. Keep it up. Much love. I hope he's trolling. Bosco, do you want to hear the song? Not the I whole guess song. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play a little bit. It's actually not bad. It's not, <laughs> I'm going to play a little bit of it. Don't just, play a minute. Play No. Play a you, good, just a second. Play, yeah, you just yell when you want me to stop. It's from a website called... Uh, Super lame. Super lame. There it is. We ain't gotta keep this on the low. Don't do it fast, we can take it slow. Ooh, Show you things that you ain't seen before. Before you go, you ought to know. I won't be catching feelings. But she can't be catching feelings. I can't be catching feelings. Cruising in the wind, she just couldn't wait to get out. She texting all of her friends, like looking to whip the weed in. We coolin' for the weekend, drop the top and then we out. We do this every season. Sunshades on the sunny days, doing A and we switching lanes. Just keep it cool and chillin' with the bay. Don't call my phone, I hear what you say. Oh, what you say? We ain't gotta keep this on the low. 
All right, yeah. The, <laughs> is there a more generic rap song that you've ever heard? <laughs> it's by a guy named Switching Ch- Lanes. Chizzy like, come on, Stevens. Get, so, Gabe, I don't know if you were trolling us, but that song's not good. You know, like I kind of like the beat. I like the beat. Yeah, the, the it got me catching. It's the got beat a catch. is good. The lyrics is what lost me. The lyrics are what, and I, I'll I got to point yeah, this out. Yeah, the trend of and this has been going on for a long time now. Yeah, but the yeah. trend of rappers, I'm putting that in quotes because yeah. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, Chizzy singing over the chorus with yeah. auto tune is yeah. so bad. It is kind of a generic kind of song. And, and I guess, so ultimately. played out that we need yeah. we, it needs yeah. to stop. But for the Teen Titans Go young audience, they probably dig this shit. I will say the video is kind of adorable. It's this song. It's Beast Boy singing this to Raven, trying to impress her driving around in a car. I like that. I like that it's a double entendre catching villains. Sounds like a catching feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's just the guy that's doing it. Yeah. The guy that the lane, the guy that's singing just doesn't have any swag at all. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I just don't like the lyrics. It's a little generic. I, yeah, I mean, it is like it sounds very contemporary, and the beat was good. I the video was cute. But well, that's what we thought about the thanks game for yeah. sure. Like, mm. that not that's not gonna get me go to the dark side. I don't know if like it's Teen serious Titans, fire. It's a little it's a little tiny flame. I'll give it a little tiny flame. How about that? There you go. <laughs> it's a sterno. It's a little sterno flame that needs to. Yeah. It's not like Hulk's roaring fire. Yeah, it's like it, it'll heat up the eggplant roll of tea. That's it. That's about it. <laughs> it'll get your fucking eggplant cooking. All right. Well, that's the show. Rugs. Where can the listener find you online? Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Yahoo! On the Nerd Nation, Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd Nation. And you can find me on Twitter at Really Rugboy. Right on. That's where you can find us, too, on uh, Facebook and at Jock and Nerdcast. Interact. Hang out with us. Buy some merch at our shop and tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. You got me catching villains. You got me catching villains. Like villains or villains. I don't know. It's kind of clever. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm doing something. Yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm doing something. Jogging nerd. You know what? I didn't. Hold on. I forgot to. St- I forgot to start recording this, but that's okay. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. You forgot to start recording the p- podcast that we've been doing no, for the past five minutes? Well, only in the cast. Oh. I have it over here. For the so, beginning, I will pull it from there. It's fine. No one will know. Oh I was God. just like, I, I feel like. That whenever I was just like, wait, okay, wait a minute. I was like, I feel like I forgot something. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna cut all that shit out. Oh my god! We gotta uh, re-record the intro. No, we don't have to re-record it. <laughs> it's fine. That's why I have a backup. I'm a smart. I'm a smart when I fucking fuck up sometimes. I am a smart. I am a smart man. Uh, Anthony, do you think this is uh, this gives Wonder Woman?